welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, good morning, Broads. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. It's terrible to stay up late. Um, it really depends for me. It really depends what energy I'm putting out there. You know why I say it's terrible to stay up late? Because, oh God, lot, you know, I'm just such a fucking idiot sometimes. <laughs> I, I decide on a whim, like, tonight's the night that I'm going to get Ruth to start sleeping in her bed by herself Oh, you make those, those decisions. Just off the cuff. Yeah, yeah. Because the night before I got really good sleep. So then I was like, you know, I'm not I'm not on operating on fumes no, you're right like, now. Let's I'm, do it. I, I feel full. I feel ready to step into this. Yeah, I think that. But I've, I also feel like those sometimes have to be made like in knee jerk moments because you, it's just anxiety yeah, causing. Yeah. So sometimes when you're like, I'm feeling it, so I'm just going to try it. You know, what's hard, though, is because she can escape. I woke up then in the middle of the night after we went, you know, battled for hours and I kept going back in, you know, you're sitting in your crib tonight and now you're upset. <laughs> I see you. I hear you. I, <laughs> I wake up you. at like three in the morning and she's in bed with us. And I didn't even realize she's, <laughs> she's been in bed with us. In, <laughs> she's been in bed with us for hours. you have a camera to see this recorded, the entire thing, her slowly crawling out of her like or shuffling out of her crib yeah. and then slowly making her way into the room quietly because she's like i don't want to wake up mom and dad and just like <laughs> in slipping in <laughs> slipping in under the covers and you know when you hold your breath so that they can't like people can't hear you're like like i bet she had that full process yeah. and then she passed out yeah just that just is little mouse. so cute frustrating <laughs> but really cute frustrating it's but really cute it's not the first cute. time that happened so I'm just perplexed because I'm like I can't even catch her in the moment when she's getting back in bed with us <laughs> like, like what am I supposed to do in this situation I guess I could close our door because then it would be kind of loud her opening the door so then I'd hear her open the door so then I could catch her and that's put her true. back in her bed that's true but I like to use the like, door gotcha. open yeah. <laughs> nice try bitch <laughs> So, yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. So That's it was a rough okay. night. Yeah, I just but, you know, I had accepted my fate. So I had made peace with it. I didn't tell Gray, though, that's what we were doing, you know, and he was working late last night and he gets home at 11. And you're and like, like, surprise, actually, honey. I know it's been a long one. Actually, what we're going to be doing is you're going to, yeah. Time to buckle up, baby. It's yeah. going to be a long night. Put in your AirPods. Turn that white noise way up. It's going down. I got so. a call for my child in the middle of the night last night. Uh -huh. All of a sudden, it's like two in the morning, uh -huh. and I hear mommy, mama, mommy, mama. And I'm like, okay. And I go in. Ember's sitting up in bed, and she says, and I hand to God, uh -huh. she says, she's staring at me, and she goes, oh, sleep is my most favorite thing in the whole entire world. It helps me rest my body, yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> So there's two fact. 
factors in this. What? what if she wakes You're up? You're waking me up in the middle of the night. You're like the irony. You <laughs> tell me how much you love sleep. Did you ever think maybe I do too? I'm like, what are you, some type of fucking author? <laughs> You're d- digging for the irony in this that you're waking me from my blissful sleep where I'm finally asleep to let me know how sleep is your most favorite thing. And then, number two, to rest your body audio. <laughs> one of my favorite quotes of her in a while. I've been watching a lot of uh, Drag Race lately because we're planning to go to Drag Con. So she's yeah. been hearing body adi adi a lot. <laughs> it's just like, it helps me rest my body adi adi. That is so funny. And then I was like, and then I couldn't go back to sleep after that because I was just lying in my bed just like so perplexed at my child. I'm just like, she just told me to rest her body on It helps me rest so my have, body on And then I have to wake up Evan, you know, to tell him, obviously, uh-huh, what she yeah. just said. And so then we're yeah. all awake, you know. I, I, You know what? I have a story, too. And this is actually all a perfect segue into something I want to talk about. So um, speaking of her body, Adi Adi. <laughs> Ruth, we're, we're walking the other day. This is not as funny, but still quite like uh, when you look at your kid and you're like, you're like, what is going on? So we are like walking down the street, going back to the car. Uh, we are on a little outing and this guy walks by. I'm holding Ruth my hand in my arms and he goes, oh, you know, like she's so cute or whatever. And she looks at me and she goes, I am. I'm super cute. <laughs> Goes like Ted Sears, I'm super cute. And then we keep walking. She goes, he goes, she goes, he said I was cute. (laughs) She's just like, Yeah, she's like, he said I was cute. Still thinking about it. (laughs) Like 30 seconds later, she's like, he said I was cute. And I'm like, first of all, so weird because people obviously tell a toddler all the time they're cute. Of course. And it's just this random man. Like a random 40-something year old man. But she really locked into it. She was like, I am. I'm super cute. And then she's like, he said I was cute. That was highlight of her weekend, you know, is him telling her that she was cute. She was up in her bed last night. That's why she was awake. She was just like, I am so cute. Super cute. (laughs) People think that I'm so cute. What did you say to her? Were you like, yeah, I just was you like, really are cracking up. Thing, but I was like there, and I of course repeated what she said. I was like, she just said like, I am. I'm super cute. Does she get upset when you repeat what she said no, to she's Grace? Like, yes. She loves it. Okay, and, you know, just looking around, just like mm. she soaks it in. <laughs> she's like, yes, yeah. She's kind of like sheepish. About it. She's like, mm, my cute Ooh. little heart. <laughs> okay, broads, quick pause. Listen, now that my daughter is in school here. It literally feels like she's constantly learning new things. Every single day she's teaching me about things I never knew before. And let me tell you, as a parent, there is no better feeling than seeing your little one grow to love learning. So of course, I'm trying to do everything I can to foster that growth so she keeps loving to learn. And my secret weapon for learning at home is KiwiCo. Moms, dads, aunts, uncles, friends, friends of people with kids, whoever. If you have a little one in your life, you've got to check out KiwiCo. They're defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and most importantly, really, really fun. Each month, your kid gets their own special Kiwi crate. 
It's filled with activities that are made specifically for their age group, from science to art. There are a lot of fun things for you and your little one to do together, and each is centered around the theme of the crate to help your child understand the subject better. Anyone who has ever talked to my daughter Ember has more than likely heard about or has even seen her latest KiwiCo projects. She is completely obsessed, and so am I. It's such a fun way for us to spend time together, and my personal favorite part, parents, caretakers, Everything you need for each project is included. Yes, really, everything. No more last-minute trips to the store for tape or digging through your junk drawers for a glue stick. You can spend less time running around and more time learning and playing with your child. Redefine learning with play and explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code chatty at kiwico.com. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com. Promo code chatty. Okay, one thing we should all absolutely be leaving behind in 2021? No, not your ex. I mean, probably them too. But I'm talking about uncomfortable shoes. Life is too short to wear shoes that give you blisters, okay? Ever since I started wearing Rothy's, I've been a diehard fan because broads, when I say these shoes are comfy, that doesn't even do them justice. Dare I say, these are the most comfortable shoes I've ever worn. And I will dare to say it because it is absolutely true. Well, I mean, look, you're not wrong. Rothy's shoes are next level comfortable. We're talking zero break-in period. You just put them on and off you go. But wait, it gets better. Because all Rothy's shoes are 100% machine washable, I cannot tell you how much longer my shoes last now that I can just toss them in the wash when they look a little bit dirty. It's pretty amazing. They always come out looking brand new. And plus, Rothy's shoes are made out of recycled water bottles, so you can feel extra good about your purchase. And to my husband's delight, Rothy's is now making shoes for men, so everyone in your family can enjoy the world's most comfortable shoes. But let's be clear, Rothy's are so, so much more than just comfortable. They're also so cute. Sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, so much more. There's a Rothy shoe for every occasion. I love my sneakers. I have them in white. They're so cute. And also, I always wear Rothy's best-selling point in black. There is literally no outfit it doesn't go with. And while you're at it, check out the rest of Rothy's 100% washable products like their bags and wallets. Hit the new year in stride with a fresh pair of Rothy's. New customers get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash chatty. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash chatty. Yeah, so that is interesting. But my then my segue for that with uh, also her body, Adi, Adi. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. I've really been wanting to talk about this. So I saw that you're halfway through My Body, Adi, Adi by yes. Emily Ratajowski, yes. which is, I just finished recently. So, Beck, you got it for Christmas, right? Yeah. And I, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, let's break this down. Okay, so Emily Ratajowski, Emrata, model, mm-hmm. Instagram girl, mm-hmm. etc. She wrote this book and I, when I got her Christmas, I was like, oh, you're like, thank you so much. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, oh, God. All right, here we go. Just because I'm like, OK, you know, it, you're like, well, what does she have to what does she have to say in this book of you're essays like about her body? Yeah, her the hot girl. Yeah. And also whenever, you know, I while I like agree with some of her sentiments about certain things, like, you know, whenever she posts like something about making a political statement on Instagram, it's always like her fully <laughs> naked. And I'm just like, all right. All right. We get it. OK, we get it. 
you know, it's like, a, I know I'm so, hot. I'm going to go. I know you're hot. I'm going to go cry right now. OK. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was kind of like, all right. But then I sat down and read it and then I had a hard time putting it down. Yeah. I was same enveloped. I was pretty I was pretty shocked. I felt very, um, very skeptical about yeah. starting to read a book from Emily Ratajkowski. Ratajkowski? Yeah. I never know Ooh, how to. Yeah. Who knows? Um, Emrata. Emrata. Uh, but wow, it was quite fantastic and very, um, it made me very, uh, introspective. Okay. So this is what, you haven't finished it, right? No, not yet. I mean, you haven't, there's nothing that you, uh, since it's like a series of essays, it's not like you're missing anything. Which I actually really enjoy that too. I was like, I love that this isn't just this, she didn't, yeah, she didn't write it as like this, like, you know, basically like biography about herself. It's like a bunch of essays throughout different periods of her life. Yeah. And they're broken into like really short little pieces. Yeah. The interesting thing I thought about it, I felt about it is that it felt extremely relatable, even as she's talking about like some very like unrelatable things. I felt the exact same way. And I don't like using that word, but it was... I was Relatable. reading it and I was like, I I have felt this. And I'm like, Emrata hmm, and I have felt the same thing. <laughs> like, why? It was also like a good. Did you get to the part where she goes to that, where she gets paid 25,000 bucks to go to the football game? Uh-huh. Just like that whole thing. I, I really connected with it. She's talking about getting paid to basically make an appearance um, for this very wealthy gentleman and uh not even really interacting just kind of being there just you know because she's an it girl or whatever Mm -hmm. um but i don't know just like her feelings and her thoughts and watching um what's her name so there's this part where then she's also witnessing a victoria's secret model miranda kerr yes miranda kerr miranda kerr yeah she's watching like miranda kerr like pretend fake throwback shots and how this guy then get ends up getting caught for embezzlement years later and he like she had to return like eight million dollars in jewelry or something uh-huh. and they couldn't get this there, there was a this see-through piano in her home a baby grand clear piano and they couldn't even seize it because they didn't know how to get it out of her home anyway but she's just talking about like i had never known how to like play this game that like she knows how to play so well and just all these different themes that i found really interesting and and really it like broke the seal on this mirage of her life it was it was definitely an interesting read and I did appreciate in in the the essays too there was an ownership it was it's interesting because it was like there was a definitely an ownership of like the mass privilege that she has yeah. as you know falling Hot into this person. category <laughs> that's like the you know having these the body standards yeah, yeah. and all of this and being a white girl in the end like yeah. all of these things um that was so interesting when she was talking about um, how she was raised, her relationship with her mother, I found to be so interesting. So she's basically talking about how her mother was this absolute beauty. And <clears throat> that's what uh, her mother was then obsessed with about herself and then put that on uh, Emrata as well. And anyone else in their vicinity, right? Anyone it was like else. Value, beauty was value. And that was yes. the only thing of value, yes. kind of. And she was talking about, too, where it's like her mom encouraged her, like, if you want to wear that and show off your body, you wear that and show off your body. So she had this encouragement from her mom to not ha- ever be ashamed or hide who she is. So you'd think you'd be like, okay, well, then that's good, right? Because you have a parent who's not 
uh, discouraging or who not making you feel shamed for your body. But then the flip side of that was that her mom only put value on her body. Well, that's the thing. When you said, like, don't be ashamed of like who she is. That's the problem is that. The beauty was who she was. And exactly. That's and that's that was it. the defining factor of yes. like, you are your beauty. Yes. And then Emirata was talking about then, which I thought was so interesting, was she was talking about how her mother's father. So her grandfather was like this guy who had uh, graduated Juilliard at like 14 and then became a chemist and was wildly successful and smart. And he then would always say to his daughter Emrata's mother never say thank you to people when they tell you that you're beautiful because that's not something you did right <laughs> but that's then what her mom all she felt that she could offer right so there's then this weird thing where the mom's like you are your beauty and you need to like that that's all you are but then you can't say thank you because you didn't earn like you didn't work for that that's yeah. it, it, so there was these all these conflicting messages that then when she was talking about as she's as she's growing up that she's processing with like through high school it's so interesting yeah and then i read some reviews of it which i thought were to be honest i disagreed with and thought were a little silly it was like but she can't have her cake and eat it too and critique the system while also operating in it and it's kind of like okay i see you but also I don't know. It's like, what's the alternative? Like, I what I what I feel like I'm appreciating about it because I I get that for yeah. sure. But it's because, like, but what, but what? But if that person was in her place, what are they suggesting that she should take this like revolutionary approach where she's like, I'm not going to show my body and I will not make any money from it, like. Okay, someone could do that, but like, right? Are you going to refuse to participate in the capitalist system with this article that you're writing for the New York Times magazine or whatever? Like, right? It's, but that's what that's what I strange to me. That's what I've been appreciating about reading her book because I wasn't expecting. I was expecting it to be very like, woe is me, my life is so hard. What I appreciated about it is that acknowledging the privilege and acknowledging all the things that come from it. Then also talking about this flip side um, that I feel like, you know, can I imagine that world? No, but it's an interesting read to read about it. And also like life's what she's shedding light on is also like life's not perfect for anyone. And that is the universal truth of like life's fucking hard. Yeah. It's easier in certain ways if you're hot. You know, she's talking about all these different all the sexual assault that's happened. Like, I mean. The and 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 being in a super exploitative industry yeah. where you're just thrown into bad situations, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like really mm-hmm. unsafe situations at times. Yeah. Um, Talking about dissociate, having to dissociate from her body, like how she never feels like she's in her body. I mean, it's it's now this yeah. is the one thing about it that was strange. When I finished it, I had like a probably solid two weeks where I was. Yeah, I was very introspective, but also it actually brought up a ton of body stuff that maybe wasn't even there before. Uh-huh. Like literally like, really? oh, like, yeah, like literally was kind of being consumed with like uh, it was it was interesting. I I had this personal experience of after reading the book when normally I have a fairly like fuck it attitude towards certain things with beauty where I'm just like, oh, you know, fuck it. I am who I am. I actually became very like 
hyper concerned and hyper aware with certain things and felt fuck it in a different way where I was like, fuck it. I should just, you know, do this and this and this and this and this to all. It was strange to read her story about how beauty does not solve all your problems. And in some ways it can make your life more difficult. I still came away from the book actually feeling more consumed and hyper aware of how I was presenting myself in normal beauty standards. Like it it actually made me want to like, you know, just reading her stuff, talking about weight and stuff like that of like, you know, in your head are like, you know, beauty standard bullshit. But it was really interesting that I had the experience of being actually more, way more consumed temporarily with body image. Do you regret reading it? No. No. I mean... Because, I mean, even if I felt that way, I still then had the opportunity to process that and think about that mm-hmm. and be like, OK, well, why did I feel this way? And, you know, but, you know, maybe a month ago before reading this perspective, I didn't feel that way. And why is that? So, like, no, I don't, I don't regret reading it. I don't feel like it was like triggering about anything. I guess it, it I don't know. It was just it was strange to me that that was the well I definitely think the the book could be triggering because I understand then reading it I the thing that was so interesting to me about it too is like I was saying I've been enjoying reading it I think it's a I think it's an interesting read for sure and then hearing then some of the reviews it's like I get it too it's like I, I understand how the book could be upsetting for some people yeah at the same time i'm like her experience is her experience and she's writing about it in a way that's so yeah yeah no i think yeah that that was that's kind of what i've been just trying to take away from it because when i've been reading it i'm interested to then finish it and see kind of how i feel afterwards because you know i've like body image and dysmorphia and disorders that's i've had that a lot of my life but when i've been reading it it so far hasn't been triggering that for me. It's just been an interesting perspective into someone's life. That's kind of what it's just been. It's been an it's been an interesting window that I think I've been able to I've been able to enjoy more reading because of the format of the way that it's written. Do you know what I think it is for me? I don't think it's um I don't think it's like bringing up insecurities so much. It's not like that. I think my experience coming away from the book was more like um and she talks about it of like being competitive and having this kind of edge. And what you can take away from the book is the way she looks has made her successful. And so I think that that's actually kind of what got in my head from it of like. Interesting. As, as okay. actually a thing about success and like mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. the even the, like the if I can make myself even more. I mean, this is like the subconscious thing going on. This was not my uh stream of thought but it was like what I think it was is like if I can make myself even more you know commercially desirable maybe you, I'll have more success yeah you can yeah. get an edge on the people you work with and the, all the, 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 this and that fo- photos online all that kind of thing mm-hmm. so yeah it was it was interesting but all that being said yeah some of the reviews I read I just kind of rolled my eyes at because I was like I don't think she I don't think it is a woe is me narrative and I don't think what I enjoyed about the book is that she's not trying to tie everything up in a neat little bow with a with a with this is the takeaway it's kind of like this 
is my experience. And I sometimes don't know what to make of this and don't know what to make of that. And there are paradoxes in life. Right. Well, she said at the top and within of the, myself. Yeah. She said in the intro, she was like, this isn't a book of me figuring out any sort of right. answers. This is just me kind of processing being in this uh, capitalist, white supremacist, patriarchal uh, position where I also feel then confused because is it feminist for me to show off my body or is it not like her weighing it's a, it's a lot it's of book of her yeah. reflecting and processing like you know and i don't think and i and what i kind of enjoyed about it is life does not have black and white or clear answers i think that's something mm-hmm. that I, I felt like it was a really good book for the times too just in general because i feel like so often in the past couple of years, we've been trying to tie everything up in a bow if we can and be like, yes, and this is the right way to do things. Mm-hmm. This is the wrong way to do things. And like life's just not like that. And that's what I enjoyed about her book is she was like, I don't know what's right or wrong. Like I don't. And there is no clear answer of how I should exist in this mm-hmm. world with my body. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I appreciated that. About yeah, it. no, I do. I'm, I'm excited to finish reading. it. I definitely I ended up blazing through it yeah it was one of those things where i was like this is gonna be this is just gonna enrage me i know i felt very judgmental going in oh yeah i was like i don't like her on instagram this is not in fact she kind of triggers me when i see her on instagram and like gets me in my head about my body image issues and i don't like it and so i'm like reading her book is just gonna get me really pissed off and i found myself and you're like oh she's a person yeah (laughs) Maybe that's what it was. Maybe yeah. it's like, oh, she's she's a she's a person. She's a human being. She's yeah. She's she's not just a body. Then there's been a lot of complexities, and there's been a lot of terrible things that have happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was interesting too. Too her talking about certain celebrities. I mean, if anything, there's some there's shit with that where you're like. Well, she talks about uh, Robin Thicke with Blurred Lines, which I'm like, now I, I need to now look up. I'm like, has there been any re- fucking repercussions from this? That's like, has I, he I, been... I think I was Googling. I don't has think... he received... I mean, what? I think he just, like, didn't respond. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then that other guy... T- oh, have you gotten to the one about the guy publishing the book about yes, her? Yes, I oh have. Oh, my God. Okay. It is... It is it's a, interesting. It is, it is a good read. Yeah, I think that definitely if you have a... um. I don't know. Read a read a review of it. Read a summary of it and see what you mm. think. Okay. Mm. On a lighter note, did yeah. you end up talking to um, your celebrity uh, m- man? Well, it doesn't end up being a lighter note because, okay, a few things. Number one, everyone is like begging me to say oh my who God, the celebrity I'm is. I know someone was like, I imagined it was Rob Lowe. I'm like, yeah, I'm like not it's not Rob, Rob Lowe. Lowe. I would have been way more devastated because I've always had a crush on Rob Lowe. I would have been like, <laughs> oh my God. No, um, I, I'm not I can't say who it is because I, I didn't ask this yeah, man if I could rude. have this conversation. May I, I would like to get him on the podcast at some point. Oh, okay. So so if if I can get him on the podcast, if I'm able to break down this uncomfortable period, yes. then I will have this open conversation and we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yes, I love that. I don't I'll know. Play if, therapist. I don't know if he'll come on, but um, I did not see him because unfortunately he uh, there was a recent loss. One of a large oh. celebrity who died recently yeah. was a very close friend of his. So That's sad. he was not there that's sad so, yeah well we're gonna have to get him on the pod then and yeah. i can play therapist between yeah you're, you going, you're going to have to i was i was <sighs> processing by the way this that conversation afterwards i was like oh my god 
I can't believe that this person has this impression of me. And so I started to get in kind of this spiral where I was thinking about not like friends from back in your youth who you've known for forever and not people who, let's just say, know Becca from The Bachelor. So they've seen you on TV before. Oh, sure. I'm like, what is your first impression? Like what when someone meets me clean slate as I am now as an adult, what do they think of me? Man, I it's so funny you say that because just the other day I was driving and I was thinking, I really want to know how people would like describe me to other people. So I had an idea. Okay, I'm like, me. what about you right now? Tell me okay. what you think someone's first impression of you would be. Of, and then, oh, of me. Okay. And then call someone in your phone who maybe you've met recently and ask what their what their first impression Ooh, was that's of you. Good idea. Let me see. Let me see who I could. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got just think a little of cold call. I like this cold idea. Call and see what their first impression is. Oh, this is a good idea. Let's see. Who have I? Yeah, I guess I, I was thinking of our nanny, but then she's hired by me, so she's kind of yeah. Obligated. She's gonna she's gonna give you you know she's gonna give you a little bit of a mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, are you gonna do it too? I'll do it too. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'll do it too. Well, first, wait. First, let's say what. Let's also say what we think other people, because I guess I didn't meet you that long ago, but I think it would also be interesting to say what we think the other. Okay. Okay. I'll say what my, I (laughs) think people's impression is of you. And then you say, I know it makes me nervous too. I don't like it. And then we'll say what we (laughs) think people think of us. But this is a tricky thing about it. Like you were saying, on the day you went out, it depends on the day. Well, that's yes. depends on the outfit. That's depends a, on the mood. That's the thing too. So this, on the this specific celebrity met me when I was, you no, know, not about to start yourself. my period, yeah. and yeah. I was uh, awkward sauce five thousand, so tall, so awkward, and not feeling comfortable in like my being. Right. But he still. But that's the thing, though. This it is, still is you. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. So I was, I've been grinding about it thinking that is me. It's just me on a specific day, but it is me. Right. It's just a form of me. Right. So I've just been just spinning thinking about, I have my idea of what I give off. And to know that might be vastly wrong to the outsider throws me off well, and sometimes I uh like gray has a bunch of employees at the gym and um I get very weird with this kind of thing like they all know who I am but mm-hmm. like we don't really like know each other well and so whenever I, I was just in the gym yesterday so like I kind of like don't I'm so fucking awkward about some of these situations like I don't really like say hi to them mm-hmm but I sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Do you not say hi because you f- get a little awkward? Like yeah, I just like don't. I'm like we, I don't know. And then if Gray's like talking to them or something, I'll just kind of like stand there and I'm just silent. And so I'm like I'm just like this weird, quiet girlfriend <laughs> that doesn't even acknowledge yeah. them. But that's not so not me. But I've also had those experiences before. Like and I'm I'm just terrible. But I've also shit. seen you like that out before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, I just like which by the way then as your friend will throw me off because I'm like, this is a part of you that I don't see often. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I also used to do it all the time when I was younger. Like, um, you know, when like, uh, so for example, let's say I knew someone like I, I went to youth group with someone mm-hmm. and we never hung out in youth group, but like, I still know like that's Kendall and they know like that's Becca. 
And then we would be like at an event or something mm-hmm. and I'd see them. I am not one to be like, hey, Kendall, because I'm like, we're not friends. So instead, I'm just kind of like. <laughs> yeah, like kind of like we both know who the other person is, but like, I'm not going to say hi. I don't know who this person, but I do know who they are. Oh, God. So I'm horrible. With that. So you're not going to if if like you've met someone. You're not going to and it's it. you had let's just say you met someone and you had like a two minute conversation and then you see them now at a party. I would. You would. OK, now, I now you would, go up be and like, be like, oh, hey, what's going doing? on? Okay. Or I would at least acknowledge and be like, mm-hmm. hey. oh, silent, from across like, the room. Oh, that, hey, hello. How are you, uh-huh. How are you going? Uh-huh. How are you doing? Uh-huh. Polite. Because I want to be polite. Yeah. You know, when you're like a teenager, it's, it's who fucking cares? Just ignore someone. <laughs> just like pretend you don't know them. <laughs> you just silently you're like, like go we behind both, a bush. We both know, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, now I do out of politeness, but I just don't. Yeah. Sometimes I just get in my head about like people I don't know very well. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of like. Zoom. Do you get in your head because y- you just are like, I don't know how to. I'm like making up in my head that there's a certain way I should interact with them or something, Mm. but I should just pretend that I am. I should either go one of two ways. I should just either pretend I don't know them and start as a clean slate, or I should pretend that I do know them and just be like, how's it going, bud? Yeah. You know, confidently. (laughs) And sometimes I'm just stuck in the middle and then I'm like, and I short circuit. I go in way too strong uh-huh see this is the other thing my sister and i were talking about this because mm-hmm. we were talking about um she listened to the episode actually and she was like it hurt my whole body <laughs> it hurt my whole body honey it hurt my whole body <laughs> she said, you... okay bronze by the way if you haven't like, what we're talking about if you haven't yes, listened to last episode, so sorry. To last episode <laughs> overstaying a celebrity's welcome and moldy barata uh, yeah just oh yeah it was like two episodes ago <sighs> just had an awkward encounter so that's what we're talking about yes. but yeah she was like when you said sounds good about him suggesting a prank sounds good <laughs> bro it was it was the, the Michael Scott pinnacle of my life it was it was the, there's a scene in one of the office episodes where they're in a hotel room and Jim is laughing with his new boss and Michael Scott says, <laughs> Michael Scott says, what are you guys laughing about? And they're like, oh, inside joke. And then Michael says, oh, inside joke. Would love to be a part of one someday. And they're just like, and it's the most painful thing you've ever watched. And that was me saying sounds good to a guy suggesting we play a prank. And then me awkwardly standing there. Oh, oh it hurts. It yeah. hurts. Now. She brought up something just in general. She's like, I can't. Do- oh, we were talking about, she goes, is this the same friends where they, they were, were uh, roping in this guy when they went out to go on his yacht? You know, yes, all that. So yes. I said, yes, yes, it was. And she goes, oh, man, I wish I could do that. I just can't do that. And I go, me neither. And I we were chatting through it. And she goes, I always assume I'm annoying people. And I said, me too. Mm-hmm. I constantly think I'm annoying people. And um, and I get very hyper aware of it with other people. So I'm like, stop, you're bugging. Like if I'm out with them, I get, I get stressed. Yeah. I'm like, stop. And, and you know what? Most of the time they're probably not bugging someone. Maybe sometimes they are. But uh, that person is obviously, they could excuse themselves from they the situation. They could walk away. And they're not. I so, mean, this celebrity in my case couldn't because no, I was in his home. He could yeah, walk yeah, yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. But, but most of the time you can. It is, I've realized that um, 
that she and I both have like pride to a fault. And that's part of a situation where it's like, I am going to be so prideful that I am just going to not even engage with someone for fear that they might, that I might bother them Mm -hmm. or something. They are really getting my head about that. I think I am one extreme or the other. I, Sometimes I go out and I'm like, I am so charming right now. And then sometimes I'm like, I'm the most annoying person on the Mm -hmm. face of the planet. Most of the time, I will say when I go home that evening on the days that I do feel charming, I get immediately in the Uber and I'm like, I was probably so annoying. Mm. So I think I'm annoying most of the time. Mm. The shift for me happened. Uh. Numerous years ago when Evan and I used to play worship together (laughs) and we would always be in the green room. And so there'd be musicians coming in and out all the time that we like developed a lot of relationships with. And you'd spend hours because we'd be doing a bunch of services. You'd spend hours of your time just sitting in these rooms with each other and you'd talk and you'd really get to know each other. And we developed some of our closest friendships. But a lot of the conversation was always everyone critiquing everyone. Like it was just all these musicians talking about how, oh, my God, did you see that guy's now getting involved in that music? Did you see how he was posting on Instagram and like the way he was promoting? That was so annoying. That was so annoying. And everyone was so critical of how everyone else was. Yeah. And it made me and I was already really self-conscious it made me even more hyper aware of like oh my god everyone thinks I'm stupid and annoying everyone thinks I'm so annoying and so then I started to just never express myself in certain ways or post on Instagram in certain ways and um then one day I took a risk on Instagram at this time I didn't have like barely any followers but I took a risk on Instagram and I posted something where I was being like silly or stupid and all of a sudden I got all these messages for the first time from people being like, that was so fun or so funny. You were like interacting with me, people I knew, but responding to me. And then I got one message from someone who meant to send the message (gasps) to a friend and was like, wow, she's trying so hard with eye rolls. Uh Uh-huh. And it kind of started to get me thinking where I'm like, that really hurt my feelings. But I got so many other comments like I got way more people interacting with me. And yeah, there's the one person who does think I'm annoying and you can't please everybody and people are going to think that you're obnoxious. So I started to process that. And then I started to process the fact that no shade to these people we were in the green room with there. They are wildly talented. Yeah. But there were some of them specifically that I was like, these people that you're criticizing are becoming really successful. Right. They're taking a risk. They're putting putting themselves out there. there, Yeah. And we're just sitting in this room Uh being critical of them, not doing jack shit. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Uh I just need to step into being who I am. And number one, for maybe success, but also for enjoyment of life. Like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, yeah. Like, if everyone's talking about me in a green room somewhere, how annoying and obnoxious I am. Or a stranger, like, at a bar who just interacted with you. whatever. Yeah. So I still have that in my head most of the time. Like I typically yeah. think I'm annoying. Yeah. And I I was around a lot of people um in my life who 
like a lot of my friends growing up definitely validated the feeling that I am too much. Mm-hmm. So it was always like my friends and even those friends still now, they'll say stuff to me sometimes where they're like, well, you know, Jessica. And it's like, she's just Jessica. And so I would just retreat, retreat, retreat. And now I'm just like, fuck that. Yeah. I think what I'm scared of, there's the side of me that is that has that insecurity where it's like, I I should say, fuck it. And then there's the other side of me where and also I don't think uh, the one thing I will say about you at this person's house, I don't think you were being I see that as a different separate category than annoying. Oh, no, I wasn't being annoying yeah, yeah. that night. Yeah, yeah. So that wanted- night I was being very awkward. <laughs> so I wanted to clarify that. I was being very awkward. So I wanted to clarify that before saying what I'm about to say, which was sometimes I'm scared, though, of trapping someone uh, who is annoyed of me or bugged by me because I hate being trapped by someone that I am annoyed by or bugged by understood and so that's sometimes a thing where i'm like there's the one side where i'm like i should say fuck it and the other side where i'm like oh god but i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to turn someone's night and like and then this bitch (laughs) wouldn't stop fucking bothering me and my friends you mean when i was following around that one person from the bachelor franchise the whole night yes i I didn't even think about that i would say this i would say this i believe and i could be very wrong (laughs) and I've based a lot of my life off this so oopsie if I'm wrong but if you're already aware enough of that that you're not going to be the type of person who traps someone so here's the thing that then happens which I've been thinking about this a lot lately for some reason of how in certain circles I feel like an outsider Mm -hmm. and I just kind of put it together right now as we're talking of, I think sometimes I get um, imposter syndromes. This has happened since I was a kid, like with like popular groups at school, you know, the cheer team that I was a part of or, you know, like a youth group or like a leadership group that I was a part of. I have always felt like or even just now, like being a podcaster or like Instagram influencer or like a member of Bachelor Nation, for instance, I've always felt like an outsider who's not actually a part of the circle. But I think the reason that is, is that I get imposter syndrome of like, I'm not on that Mm -hmm. level. But then because I have imposter syndrome, then I pull back because I'm nervous Mm -hmm. or shy about Mm -hmm. being a part of that group. But then because of who I am I think a lot of people then interpret that as um and I've had people say this before I think then a lot of people interpret that as me thinking that I'm better than someone Mm, mm -hmm. you know like oh I'm too good to be a part of that Mm -hmm. circle sometimes I feel that way in patronation let's be real but (laughs) but in other areas of life um I'm half joking with that because then there's like there were times yeah. So anyway, that's something that I've realized that I've always kind of struggled with this feeling like I don't fit in. But then also I'm putting myself in a p- situation and not putting myself out there because of insecurity. So then people assume that I don't actually want to be a part of the circle mm-hmm. or I think I'm too good for the circle or whatever. Yeah, um, I was a- that was actually that. something about you that surpri- that did surprise me because I didn't realize I feel like this is the wrong term. But I didn't realize the shyness that you have uh. in certain circumstances because I would have if I would be an outsider, I would think I wouldn't 
I don't feel like you give off that I that you're too good for it. Uh-huh. It's just more like I'd think, oh, Becca's just it's just not her thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's just busy. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't think like, oh, she would want to be included and she's just feeling kind of shy. Yeah. No, I want and to be included by everyone. No one's no one's and then since we started to work together, when you'd be like, oh, like I feel I feel shy about doing yeah. that. I'm like, really? Yeah. And I think that I don't know. I think it's so interesting because I feel like it's just always such a good reminder and perspective that we don't we don't know who people are. Right. right? So it's like I can look we're, at you. We're human. Yeah. I can look at you and be like, well, Becca's super, super confident mm. and she's super busy. And so she is like, I don't fucking want to be part of this. So I'm just I'm not going to be going because I'm I don't want to do it. Yeah. Versus like, oh, maybe she feels a little uncomfortable in the situation yeah. and doesn't want to annoy anyone and ask if she can. Oh, yeah. You know, or social anxiety. Like I, I've like yeah. not gone to bachelor events and stuff. Cause I'm just like, Oh my God. But then I'm getting rid of this person. Then I'm like, Oh, what am I going to say to them? And like, Oh, you know, yeah. What is the conversation? How is this small talk conversation going to play out? Am I just going to be standing alone? <sighs> yeah. Which is like, oftentimes I would imagine in bachelor nation, right. When I, I feel like when you're seeing like people who become then part of the groups or whatever, even if they just weren't on the show for very long, it's the people who just show up. Yeah. And who probably sometimes might be a little annoying at first yeah. because they're like, hello, hello. But they just, they show, yeah. they show and up. Why not? You should yeah. just show up and yeah. live your life the way you want to. But yeah, I have so much of it with like, uh, yeah, like Instagram influencer circle for sure, too, where I'm just like, I think that I just, you know what the problem is, too? Sometimes you assume that people know more about you than they really do. And, mm. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, they probably won't like that. You know, they're not like that. They don't, <laughs> they don't think the, the way that I think about that. So like they won't like and it's like they probably don't fucking know. Probably don't watch my fucking stories. Yeah. They'd probably be like, oh, hey, girl, nice to meet you. You know, it's like. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's so it's so interesting. Okay, broads, quick pause. I need you to repeat after me. Mental health comes first in 2022. You got that? This year is the year we prioritize our mental health over everything else because it really is the nicest thing you can do for you. But look, we get it. Easier said than done. But thanks to Talkspace, putting your mental health first is actually doable. So Talkspace, it's the online therapy platform. It's changing mental health care services for the better. When you use Talkspace, therapy is on your terms. One of the biggest barriers to people getting the help they need is the fact that you need to have the time to do so. Setting aside the same time every single week, driving to an office, waiting for your appointment, all of that requires lots of free time. And let's be honest, most people just don't have that. But with Talkspace, everything works around your schedule. If you need to have an appointment in the evening or the early morning, you know, like while your kid's asleep, you could do that. If you, you know, are going on vacation, you can still have therapy from your computer, like it's, or your phone. It's awesome. I love Talkspace. That's right. All you have to do is get on Talkspace so you can begin the process of being matched with your perfect therapist. And trust us, your perfect therapist is on Talkspace. There are thousands of licensed therapists to choose from, specializing in dozens of different areas. No matter what you're going through, there's someone perfectly fit to help. After you find your match, you'll be able to use Talkspace to conveniently send messages 24-7 to your therapist and even schedule video sessions whenever is convenient for you. And what makes Talkspace the best? It's affordable, okay? One month of Talkspace will cost less than a single session of in-person therapy. So what are you waiting for? Start putting yourself first today. Make your mental health more than just another New Year's resolution with the help of Talkspace. 
Visit Talkspace.com. You're going to get $100 off your first month when you use promo code CHATTY at sign up. So that's $100 off at Talkspace.com, promo code CHATTY. So if you have little ones at home, then it has become very apparent that the learning landscape has changed tremendously in the last two years. In person, online, hybrid, small classes, bigger classes, changing school staff. There's about 1 million reasons why your kiddo might need some more one-on-one attention or perhaps a totally new learning style uh, right now. If that sounds like you or your family, there's only one place you have to check out and that's Byjuice Future School. Yeah, so... Byju's Future School is all about getting your child the attention they need by providing small group and one-on-one learning while also focusing on getting kids to learn actively through each su- through each subject. And because the curriculum at Byju's Future School is activity-based, kids can stay much more engaged and they can develop a lifelong love of learning, which is pretty much every parent's dream. And I just love that all of that is their focus. The classes that Byju's Future School offers are so cool, and honestly, I am kind of jealous. I didn't have this when I was a kid. Okay, they have these coding classes that explore the fundamentals of coding through kids' favorite games, like Roblox and Minecraft. It's so cool, and of course, there's also traditional classes too, like math for grades one through eight, uh, and many more subjects launching soon. Byju's is just perfect if you have a kiddo who might need some more um, one-on-one time Uh, learning a specific subject, Byju's is perfect. Or if your kiddo excels at something and wants to really hone in on that, this is a great option too. Join the millions of parents accelerating their kids' learning today. And right now, Byju's Future School is offering our listeners their first class free. Just go to byjus.com slash podcast to sign up for your first class absolutely free so you can check it out. That's by jus.com slash podcast so, so interesting uh what do you think people think would let's give a specific scenario because like we said it's so different let's say that right now the outfit you're in you went to pick up amber and you meet someone in the pickup line likely this which we brought up before and you guys are chatting before picking up your kid what do you think would be the impression they would get of you okay what i think of myself as in that scenario is I think people think I'm friendly, uh-huh. um, but a little, uh, but a little um, squirrely. Mm. I don't know what, what's a better word to say. Like, like I'm high strung? a little high strung, but not in a uh, frenetic way. Yes. In a way that I'm a little, my eyes are a little darty and I'm a little bouncy because that's, how I think I come off when I first meet someone when I'm yes exactly <laughs> lots of espresso right, 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 right because when I first meet someone that my nervous energy comes right. out and my nervous energy comes out in me talking a lot right um explaining too much right, right, right always right, right. so I think when someone meets me depending on who it is let's just say I'm in the pickup line I would think that someone's first impression is either Oh, she's she's so nice and she's easy to talk to. Or okay, she's a lot and I don't know why she just told me that. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. But then there's also certain days where I am a full-blown hood on. Yeah, and you're like, don't talk to no anybody. One talk to me. Yeah, yeah. I want. I I I can I can be very like reclusive. Yeah. But 
if someone engages me, I am not, I will engage with someone. So I'm not necessarily, I'm not someone who's, I'm not going to go out of my way to necessarily be going up to people in general. I probably keep to myself more, but if you engage with me, I think that would be my opinion or that would be the impression that I would give off. I think that most people would say when they meet you that you're friendly and bubbly, even if they are like just talking to you when you're reclusive. I think that the only people that'd be annoyed with you I'm not just being nice. I think the only people that would be annoyed with you is if they're like insecure and they want to be like that. Like, do you know that's very that's very kind of you. Do you know who I bother? Who? I it's this isn't a specific person, but a group of individuals. I bother, or I shouldn't say bother. I am not liked by indie girls. Yeah, I can see that because I don't. What kind of indie girl? I should say indie girl. Um, when I think indie girl, I'm thinking very like a very specific like Silver Lake okay. type of girl who's really cool. Okay. Because I don't have the I don't have the thing in me to put on that cool. Well, they're insecure. That's why they're doing that, exterior. and they're annoyed by you because they wish. Literally, what I just said. They're annoyed by you because they wish they were as confident <laughs> just, as you. I'm sorry, people. To me, who put on the like. <laughs> can't be bothered like you're insecure as fuck sorry that's what i think well be fucking nice to people <laughs> and stop acting like you're just mm, above everyone around you, you. Feel nice. all right what do you what do you think you um, you're i mean you're you're looking real glam today so i don't <laughs> feel like if i were to say the same like in my sweatshirt whatever but okay if you're going okay. if if you right now show up at a park with the kids and you then there's like a mom there or whoever what impression do you think you give now i think part of the problem again is that i tend to overanalyze like i'm like what kind of person is this person um not in a way of judging them but of like what aspect of me should i put forward if i want to vibe with this person right so sometimes I can be like, doo, 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 doo. home birth mom mentioned something about breastfeeding and we're going to click, you know, it's like that's there's sometimes and then they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. When I had my natural water breath at home with, you know, Xavier, it was, you know, whatever. And then we're vibing, you know, so it's like sometimes you can kind of do that. Right, You can pick up on what they're putting out yeah, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, after we talk about this, I have a story about the fucking park that I wanted to tell today. <laughs> Because I'll tell you the vibe I was giving off was weird. Um, <laughs> so we'll get into that. But um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I think that I, I mean, these are such generic terms, too. And when someone first meets you a little different than like a, someone maybe spending a dinner with you or something like that. Because mm-hmm. it's like friendly, you know, like the generic terms. He's like friendly. Uh bright talkative you know it's like what, what are you know what, what, what are these terms you know <laughs> yeah no i hear you so you know what would be a better question to call someone ask what were they wrong about you the impression that they sure. had was i think wrong i think the double you. the double question though okay. because too if you're if you met like let's just say you call kendall that's a very specific circumstance right kendall and you're like who? oh okay kendall, bachelor. Like bachelor like when you first met me there's a time in your life too where things are just like different like that time right. in my life i was like very confident making friends because i was gonna say when i met you my first impression of you i said this before was like fairy huh. you were you were in 
we were at the house party and you knew numerous people and you were just floating around the room. And I was just like, she talks with her hands and she's talking to people. And you were like, you own the room. Oh, yeah. Well, I was on top of the world at that you point own in the my room. life. You too. own the room. It's like, uh, honey, I'm a reality TV star, bitch. I'm at the peak. But if I didn't know like more intimate things about yeah. you as your friend, even now, if I were, were to meet you, I'd be like very confident. Mm. It was like, because regardless, I feel like when you meet someone, whether you're super talkative or more reserved, there is an energy. You give off the same energy to me. It's well, I should say this. It's different, but it's the same type of confident energy as like Michelle Obama. <laughs> exactly. You guys are it's absolute twins. Yeah. yeah. No difference. Yeah. No, but how I feel about when I'm out with Evan. Oh, where Evan does not feel confident mm. when he's walking into a room and he knows and like he doesn't know anybody there. He's been spiraling the entire drive. What if I show up early? I'm what am I going to say to these people? Oh, and he's tripping yeah. out. But the way that he just there's an energy when he walks in the room that people immediately always assume Evan is very confident and like in control. And he's doesn't feel that way. Yeah. I feel like you have a similar thing where I'm like, if I didn't know you at all, I'd be like you walk in and. Becca's like, I'm the president of this room, but not in an annoying way. (laughs) No, but not in a way where you're like, I'm so confident, but just, it's just an energy. I am okay. I'm good here. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's this Aquarian energy that you Mm -hmm. both are putting off. Maybe it is. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I would be interested to know, like to get more specific, because it is kind of hard to ask someone what the, sometimes it's hard to remember too. I would be interested in asking someone like about you or about me. What were you right about? With your impression about me and like what's something that you were wrong about I like that. with your impression of me. I like that. Okay, I'm going to text someone and and ask them if I can call them real quick. Who are you? Who Do you have an idea of who you Yeah, have? I had an idea. I think I'm going to, um, because I'm tr- I was trying to think of a person who met me completely organically. Okay. And uh, probably about three years ago three, four years ago, I met my friend Abby. I was yeah. at the comedy store. We were literally on the uh, on the patio and we just struck up a conversation. He like came up to me and said that he liked a tattoo of mine. Uh-huh. And we just struck up a conversation completely organically. I knew nothing about him. He knew nothing about me. And now we're friends and I've known him now for years. But I, I'm like, I feel like that's a good one because we met out of nowhere and we yeah. knew nothing about each other okay. but that's not that recent i know but i'm like i haven't been going out you're too like much i don't have no new years. friends no new friends <laughs> <laughs> okay that's that's good okay i thought I, 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 <clears throat> a neighbor who i met in like the past six months Ooh, i just texted her to ask her if i could ask um that's good if, that's if i good. could if i could call her um but yeah that's good okay. should i call abby right now yeah, do you want to text him and give him a head up, heads up or no? No, just I'm, gonna just go gonna, for it. I'm just okay, going to call it, him. We'll see it. if he picks up. If not, I'll figure out someone else. Okay. You know who we could also call? How long have you known Liz? <laughs> I've known Liz for probably about four years, too. Yeah, but still might be. She's kind of a fun she's one. She's a fun one. She, she knows both of us. We yeah. could ask Liz about her That's first impression one. of both of us. Yeah. Liz, is a, Liz is a character. Yeah. <laughs> Let's She'll see. talk. Talk about talking. Let's see. He's I. We always FaceTime, but I'm gonna. You 
or else we are no longer friends. What are you working? <laughs> Yo. Hi, Abby. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Okay, so you're on the podcast right We're now. We're live. We're live. Is that oh. okay? <laughs> nice. What's up, broadsters? <laughs> I mean, it's broads, but you broad know, squad. broad squad. Oh, We're broad, okay. Yeah, broads also works. Yeah, that's sexy. Um, do you have a minute? Of course. Okay. Do you have like 30 to 40 minutes? Do you have about an hour and a half? No. Okay. So we were talking on the podcast about first impressions and curious about what someone's like kind of organic first impression of us is. So I was, I thought of you right away. I'm like, okay, you and I met very like organically on the patio at the comedy store. And I would like to know what your first impression was of me. Yeah. And then I also want to know what was a, what was a first impression that you were right about? And then what was a first impression that you were wrong about? Okay. Good question. Mm -hmm. Um, First impression of Jess was like, I mean, we immediately hit it off. It's true. I was just like, it was like, it was, it's very rare that like I meet someone and within like two minutes, I was just like, Hey, can we be friends? Like, like, <laughs> like I was a little That's kid. That's so cute. That's so nice. And you know, I felt like the same I, way. I point, I pointed out her neck tattoo and I was like, I got a cool neck tattoo. <laughs> and I just felt like a very like warm, cool vibe. I'm like, you're my friend now. I'm like, I need I'm like, I need, at first it was just vanity. I'm like, I just need more cool looking friends. <laughs> yeah, 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 for my entourage. I was like, I need like, uh, and then, you, you know, immediately I was just like, oh, you're the sweetest. Oh, thank you. Okay, so something you were right about, something you're wrong about. You're wrong about her being sweet, right? <laughs> I'm an absolute bitch, was, right? Yeah, I was wrong about her being sweet <laughs> and wrong about her being cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was uh, totally wrong. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I was right about all my assumptions, I think. Really? No, actually, you know what? I actually didn't know how nice you were at first. I thought you might be mean because you had like all these tattoos and a leather jacket and stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, maybe she like isn't friendly, but okay. I was pretty, pretty. And then I was also, I was also like, Hey mate, I was also when people are nice right away, very often, um, they're fake. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Like any, any friendship that doesn't, that isn't earned very often. Like when, when, like I, I know a lot of girls in LA that have new best friends every week. Yep. And, uh, and so I was like, oh, maybe like she's insincere, but here we are all these years later. Aww. Still Abby. the one. Still, Still the so one. I was about that. <laughs> well, Okay. I appreciate that. That there makes was nothing me feel juicy so warm. about that. So I know, you're... I know. You did, you did not do me dirty, Abby. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, question for you: When you first yeah. met me, did I seem do did I seem hyper to you? Like, do I mm, was squirrely? I talking in like a squirrely hyper way? Because that's always how I no. feel like I come off. Really? No, I don't no. think so either. Really? I always, I always feel like I'm jittery and bouncing all over the place in like a, wow, that's a little too much type energy. I could see that, but in this particular incident, I don't think so. 
All right. Well, I'm glad to know that I seemed cool and sweet. Well, you called the right person. I did call the right person. I love you, Abby. Are you? Do you have any dates coming up that we can shout out while you're on the phone? Abby is an amazing oh, comedian. Yes, I'll be in uh, uh, February 3rd. I will be with Hannah Burner in San Diego, and then Ooh. I'll be at the. I just announced on my Instagram. I'll be at Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin sometime in April. I, I don't remember the wow, exact date. Damn. All right. We'll put that in the episode notes. And I might <laughs> pop by that San Diego show. Yeah, come through. That'll be fun. All right. I love you. Thank you. You too. Bye, girls. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, that's the night of our virtual iHeart Awards. Oh. <laughs> you Have we talked about this in the podcast? No. I'm ready to slaughter. <laughs> Broads, the award. We've told you that we got the iHeart nominations for two Two different nominations. We were so excited. It was going to be our first red carpet moment together. And it has now gone virtual. They delayed it to February. Ah! And it has now gone virtual. So we are not going to have our moment. So I don't even know. I'm like, do we do we get, you know, outfits and dress up in our homes pathetically? I don't know, but I'm lit at. Maybe I'll just I'll have the no makeup sweats look like absolute garbage. I know. I thought for the about, zoom in. I know. I thought like, oh my god, should we like do a red carpet thing? But I have a lot going on that day. You're <laughs> like, I'm busy now. Thanks. We do really appreciate the nominations. So thank you so much. We just we really thank wanted you to, to the go. Academy. We really wanted to go. We I'm were so, so excited. I wanted to see Conan. I want. I mean, there were so. <sighs> I wanted the stories. Jason Sudeikis might have been there. Don't even joke about that. <laughs> Don't even. Don't even joke. Becca, what if that was like my night to have met him and our fates just. I'm gonna wow. Have to figure out another way to. No one's texting me back. Who should I call? Yeah, just cold call. That's oh, what I'm talking about. Okay. Because, see, that makes me. Because people also then get anxious. Like, why is she calling me? So then see, they pick up. You know what I mean? Too, here's a hard thing, too. Now, what I will say about you calling Abby is, like you said, you guys clicked right away. So, like, another person that came to mind was Kaylee, who we've had on the pod. But Kaylee and I got on the phone and we just, like, clicked right away. I'm kind of interested and I'm trying to find someone who, like, maybe we we I thought of him because I'm like I don't typically exchange numbers with people so I'm like whose number do I have mm. who met me organically yeah I yeah. exchange numbers with him after a few times of hanging out because we were just we bonded quickly <sighs> oh okay oh wait, 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 wait. Danny my neighbor just just text back and said yes lol okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. we love a cold call make sure you tell her she's on the podcast hey hi I already did in the text okay um, you are live on the podcast. Hello. No pressure. <laughs> With Jess and I. Okay, this is my neighbor, Danny. Hi, Danny. Okay, so Danny and I met not that long ago, right? Past six months? Something like that? Yeah, something like that. Okay, so we've been talking about, we're like, what are people's first impressions of us? And like, you know, how does that compare with how we see ourselves? All that. So I was like, okay, Danny, someone I've met recently. What? Was your kind of first impression, and I want to know what was something that you were right about, and what was something that you were wrong about? Mm. Mm. Okay, well, I was gonna text you like a like disclaimer <laughs> that like my my perspective might be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Weirder the call me. Weirder the better. Um, I mean, well, because I mean, like I've told you before, like I mean. The the first thing I noticed that you had hairy legs, and I was like, I'm gonna be friends with this. <laughs> <laughs> like that was my like signifier of like I can deal with 
you know, this person. Yes. You know, I thought you were so, like, beautiful, and you were in your, like, little, like, I don't know, you always, like, when you're walking around the neighborhood, you wear these, like, cute, like, thrift store-looking type of outfits, and somehow they look so adorable, Glam. and your hair was up in a messy bun, and it was, like, this, yes. this like, adorable human being with, like, hairy legs and no shoes walking around the neighborhood. Oh, you're making um, me sound so romantic. <laughs> I know this is a novel. Oh, my God. It totally was. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think you just seemed really outgoing and friendly, and... Your kids are obviously adorable. I don't think I had any bad impressions of you. Okay, did you have any wrong ones, though? Yeah. The, the only, like, I mean, the only thing, like, at first, I'll, t- I'll tell you straight, and I've never told you this, but you were talking about, like, some story that you told on the podcast. I love that you were so open with me about it and just, like, forthcoming about, yeah. like, this is this crazy vulnerable thing that I like I experienced. And like from there, I felt like I can just always express anything to you and you're not going to be judgmental. You know, even if it's like really vulnerable or like maybe like not something that any, everybody can digest. Um, Let's see. Was there anything I was wrong about? I don't know. I don't really think so. I don't, I kind of stay curious. So I don't know. And you're just, I think you're a really easy to digest person personally. So I don't think there was anything that I was like, I made a judgment or, but I'm also not a very judgmental person either. So mm. I, was pretty, I was pretty much team Becca from the moment we met. So. <laughs> yes, I called the right person too. <laughs> okay, perfect. Thank you so much. This is definitely going on the pod. <laughs> awesome. Well, Thanks. Enjoy, have fun. Okay, see Bye. you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Okay. See, that was nice. See, the. Let's break. Let's break this. Okay. 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 We both talked about how we were insecure about certain things about us. And both of those people did not think that at all. Now, granted, again, we could have called the right people. Yeah. But it's an encouraging thing to think about. Now, these are also people we're still friends with. That's the other thing. True. We could call enemies. (laughs) I don't have their numbers. Just calling random bachelor people. (laughs) I'm like, anyone that I've had beef with the problem with that is anyone that i in my life that i've had beef with is someone is who, jealous they're je- <laughs> they're only jealous that's it no yeah. anyone i've had beef with it's only um people that i had known for like a really long time and then after knowing me for a while had issues with certain things and ways that i was and then we would fight so it's not like this first impression like i did not enjoy right. you right right but i feel like it's a good reminder in general those things that we're really in our head about and we think we come off a certain way like that's not necessarily how at least everyone views us. That's for sure. Yeah. I also think I, well, you can create a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like yes. a lot of times if I get in my head, then I'll start saying dumb shit. And then I'm like, wow, now I really am being annoying. I feel like the thing that is always so like the best thing you can do in those situations and if someone has a problem with it, they can go fuck off yeah. truly yeah. is to acknowledge the awkwardness of it right yeah. so yes. if you say something and you're like why did that just come out i think so the best like, thing you'd be is like i don't know I do? why i just said that i am so sorry i feel so and just be, be real i feel, so, I feel uncomfortable. so uncomfortable right now like the last time that i was out yeah that's not with thing. not with the celebrity by the way i was not i did not take my own <laughs> advice on that one but i was out with some no, you people were cho- you were just choking at that point you know joking. it's like i you was can't. drowning yeah yeah it was yeah. just it was, no, I, was in, going back. I was in too deep you know what i'm gonna blame the red bull okay that will do it i was just not in my own being it was the period and the red bull the yeah. combo not good yes Viscous. a downer and an upper you know <laughs> it's too much <laughs> um but 
I was out with some people um, somewhat recently and I just was not in my flow. And I was just talking to this random couple who I had literally met moments ago. And I was just like, hey, I feel like I'm acting so strange right now. I'm so sorry. I feel like I've been a little off recently. I don't know if it's because of the pandemic. And so when I go out socially, I get so excited to interact with people that I kind of just stumble on my words. I'm out of practice. And putting that out there made me feel so much better. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, oh, my God, we feel that way right now, too. And we kind of then had this bonding conversation. And then it takes the power away from it by just acknowledging that you're uncomfortable because often the other person feels uncomfortable in some way too. Definitely. I think it's much better to just name it and like be forthcoming. Liz also just texted and said, hi, I'm driving, but yes, try me. Let's try Liz. It'll be fun. Liz is a mutual friend of ours. She's, but she was on like the third episode of our podcast. Oh my God. I forgot about that. When you're talking about uh, girlfriends, that's also was hard. You know, that's a dynamic that definitely comes into play. I feel, you know, with, with, Straight men, I'm like, they love me, so I'm <laughs> fine here. They adore me. Uh, they worship the ground I walk on. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, my sister brought up something with I, which I feel, too. She's like, uh, like older, wealthier men. She's like, I do worry about, like, bugging them. And I'm like, oh, I actually feel the same way. Or, like, celebrities, like any, mm-hmm. any man who's not a common man. See, and what's funny is the celebrities make me a little nervous. Yeah. The older men, I feel that way about guys my own age. I feel like wow. I'm bugging guys my own age. Yeah. The older guys. Oh, younger men? I think I'm I'm just like, wow, they probably hate me. The younger guys, I don't I it's the it's the exact age for me. I'm like, I feel like I'm bugging you. You'd rather be talking to some younger bitch. And here I am. But the older <laughs> guys, you know, I'm like, well, hello, sir. Like, I don't feel like I'm bothering them at all. My sister was like, she's like, I feel like I'm just like a high school twerp. Just like <laughs> following them along like someone's little sister. And then she was like talking to someone else about it. And they were like, no, like, oh, oh she was like reading a forum or something. And these older people were like, I am so flattered if some beautiful young oh, woman's that's talking what I'm to saying. me. The, so. the, the, when, when you go up and you see like, a you know, a daddy, it's mm-hmm. a little bit like, oh, you're about to give them the time, like the conversation of their the life. Ride of, yeah, you're the, the ride, ride of their life. life. <laughs> okay, let's call Liz. Why can't people pick up on the first ring? I always pick up on the first ring. I never pick up. <laughs> I just have never picked up my You're phone. Like, Ooh, voicemail. Like, yikes. Hello. Hello. Liz. Hi. Okay. So here's what we're doing. We're calling people because we're talking about what we think people's first impressions of us are. And so, um, granted, we are calling people that we're friends with. So that it's got to be somewhat <laughs> positive. positive. Oh, damn. OK, I'll save all the negativity. No, no. actually. OK, 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 OK. No, here. Actually, here's what what I've been asking. You could say s- some stuff about your first impressions of each of us that were right and anything about your first impressions of us that were wrong. Think about oh, it. Oh, OK. Think about it. Liz, your voice is so hot on the phone. Yeah, so uh, raspy and cute. As soon as I got your text, I just sort of did a vocal warm up. <laughs> and everyone on on the air. Had a little warm um, milk and honey or whatever people yeah. do. I don't know. Um. Okay, so wait. God, I don't know. I hate to say it, but I don't know if I was wrong. Oh, I think maybe I... I, I think... Okay. With Jess... So when I first met Jess... We met that night with DeFlorio, right? Uh-huh. We were out. Okay. Yeah, so you kissed me. 
what no, did big. you say? And and I, you, you kissed me. me. <laughs> um, I remember getting there and you were with like just a huge group of guys. And, um, and I was like, I was like, Jesus, who is this bitch that just hangs with the guys? Like, who the fuck does she think she is? And I, I got there and you were so cool and so smooth and like swaggy. And I just, this is a really funny thing to remember, but I remember that your nails, <laughs> your nails and your rings looked really, really rad. You know, just like lightning blue nail polish and you had like rings on every finger and your outfit was fire. And I was like, damn it. Like I kept trying to find something to like, not like about you. <laughs> God damn it. She's cool. She hangs with the guys. And then I found out you were married and I was like, oh, she's probably like not as like, like wild and fun as like she was that night. I was like, that's, that's probably just like a one-off thing. And then, so obviously we kissed. Um, and then <laughs> it was a great and kiss. So I think, I think what was right is that I knew you were really cool. You were a great hang and keep it like super chill. But then I definitely did not realize you were going to be as like down for an adventure and available and wild and free as you actually are because like later on come to discover you're like the leader of the pack of planning all the crazy nights out <laughs> and i never expected like my one married friend that's also a mother to be that like energetic and, and crazy too when we go out so yes that's Aww. good. That was good. A little that bit. Was good. That was wonderful. You, yeah. for, you, you, you always stroke my ego, my love. You know we love to see it. Um, <laughs> Becca, so you came to my house, but we didn't really... We played like a board game that night, though, remember? Oh, yeah. I fucking hate board games. That's <laughs> um, okay, my girl. Wait, I, don't, I don't really... I don't base it off that night because I didn't really form... That. There was like too many people there. At Rob's was when it clicked for me. I was like... You showed up and we were, I think it was like Labor Day. And so we, we immediately jump in the pool. Then we start just like slandering and belittling Nick. So we, he took a hike up to the mountain to pout. And we, literally, we no, literally. No, we, he, we, li he, we literally hurt his feelings so bad <laughs> that he had to like take a walk to like breathe and cry. And we thought it was so funny. Yeah, he Evil. It was actually really sad. But I was like, oh my God, like. And I thought it was like I thought it was impressive that you were being that ruthless with somebody that you love that much. And I was like, I want in this club. But then I felt really guilty. But that was my anxiety later on. Um, but the moment I knew that you were fucking amazing is when we were back in Rob's house. You just she passed out because she was just like day drinking and in the pool and whatever. So like somewhere around like you know somewhere around like six or seven, she just passes out on Rob's bed. Mind you, she just met him that day. And we're all back in his house hanging, and it's like a studio apartment, so we can see her just napping in her chair. <laughs> and we're like, um, I guess Becca feels really comfortable with you. Like, So we have a full night. We, like, order food. We hang for, like, multiple, like a couple more hours. It's just me, Barlow, and Rob. And then all of a sudden, um, Tyler and Kim show up to, like, stop by and say hi to Rob. They probably got a text from Rob that's like, dude, there's this hot girl passed out. <laughs> So then Tyler and Kim V roll up, and as soon as they walk in, Becca wakes up. She, without flinching, gets up, walks to the sink, finds herself some water, and walks in. And they're like, okay, we should be going. And she's like, oh, God, leaving so soon? Like, what can I get you guys? And she starts, like, acting like she's hosting them. And I'm like, who is this bitch? And I said to Barlow that night on the way home, I was like, I honestly, I'm not saying this to be dramatic, but I think she's, like, 
one of the coolest people we'll ever know. Like, she has to move into our house. Oh, wow. That's so nice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Little did I know later on we were going to, like, go to war with each other. Remember that night we got in the fight? <laughs> I don't even remember. Nope, don't remember that. I'm not joking. I don't remember that. Oh, man. But that night, that's when, <laughs> oh, that no. was You're that was, I would say, like, my first real, like, kind of taking it in of, like, the essence of who you were. Because the night at my house, there was too many people. I think I was in host mode. Oh, wow. That was that great. Was so you, good. I, we knew you were going to be a brilliant call. I know. You've really <laughs> you've really excelled per everything in your life. Hi, Mom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we love you, Liz. Bye. Love you a little bit. See, okay, well, first of all, Liz never fails. Not she never fails to just shoot it how it is. But, again... Okay, yeah. This is another call. Granted, a friend of ours. Granted, we were vibing, yeah. But also someone who was very blunt. Like, yeah, she true. would tell us if she was like, I hated you. Yeah. Like, she yeah, would tell definitely, us. Definitely. I guess, you know, I forgot that I had a whole, I guess I had a brief falling out with her. Do you ever block, like, I have a very good memory, but do you ever just, like, block out certain things? Mm-hmm. Just You're like, oh, I just don't really remember that. What's been a, a recent problem for me is that I have been um, having such vivid dreams that I am not distinguishing them from reality. Oh, my God. In like a, in like a, a problem yeah. way where like in, in basic things like something stupid where you and I had a call with right. one of our agencies right. and I had it in my dream yeah. and I fully forgot that we didn't. Ha- yeah. And I was like, no, we talked about that. It's all mixed. <gasps> but yes, blocking out. Um, like I know we had some sort of falling out at some point I actually just forgot until she brought it up there are feuds from junior high that I could remember in detail but in the recent ones that were well and I could remember recent ones too but this one in particular for some reason no recollection I know I guess it sort of happened I remember it I remember it, it. it you guys it happening but I, don't I didn't remember I couldn't tell you the details but I wasn't close with either of you at the time yeah so I didn't really know but I remember it was just kind of a brief it was like a one night situation where you guys got into it or no, something. there was like a, some text back and forth couldn't tell you anything about it don't remember i am literally alive though thinking about you passing out on a couch and two men walking in and you just met the guy who owns the house and you pop up and you're like how can i take care of you like <laughs> leaving so soon <laughs> and you know what the next day i ended up spending the night at the house and the next day i remember i slept in we didn't have sex or anything i just passed out because i'd been drinking naturally you know i'm like this is my i will this be sleeping was, this here was single becca pre-children you know i'll be sleeping uh-huh, here uh-huh. and i uh and i remember i thought i was so cool because i like cleaned the entire house i love cleaning other people's houses if i stay at their house really i don't know why and i don't want to insult people like sometimes if i'll go over to like a friend's house i don't want to like insult them but like i will I love to like start cleaning up their kitchen or like tidying their things. I don't hate that at all. I would never be insulted. <laughs> yeah, your kitchen's clean though. But you know, it's like if I'm chatting with a friend and like, especially if they have like little kids or something, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll just start doing would this. Would you rather talk and move? Oh, Is definitely. That why? Yeah. But also if I'm alone, I'm like, ooh, like they'll be so happy if they come home and like their that's house such is perfectly a nice, clean. That's such a nice quality. I yeah. would live for that. If I slept with someone, by the way, if mm. I had hooked up with someone and I had to leave to go to work and I came home and my whole house was clean. Yeah, it's also better if you didn't sleep with someone like in that scenario. And then you're like, this True. bitch slept at my house. And yeah. then, oh, thank you for cleaning Appreciate my house. That. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I'm a notorious party sleeper. 
Yes, I have sleeper. seen that happen before. Will you, you have with I, me? Yeah, when you and I first met, a couple times we'd be hanging out. <laughs> you are, you do sleep, which is funny because Liz does the exact same thing. That's probably why she really noted that about you because I, I am always so. I admire it so much when I see someone just be able to like walk into someone's house, take a quick nap, and then I feel like good to go. I can't help it. And what she didn't mention is that the funniest part about these guys getting there is 20 minutes before they have videos of them with symbols. Crashing symbols by my head and like banging. Yeah, yeah, literally crashing symbols, and I'm just dead out. And then I just like popped up. But I remember one time I was in San Francisco at this house party, and uh, and it was like a one of those strange three story houses. There are like twelve people live in it. You know, twelve twenty something year olds live there. I didn't know really anyone there. I was there with like my boyfriend and his friend who lived in San Francisco. And I remember being drunk, and I found a little closet with a bean bag and I just went in there and I just shut the door just curled and curled up. up in my bean bag and fell asleep and uh for about two hours and they were panicking being like we lost her you know and I was just like mm, I'm good just taking a little nap in the closet on my bean bag chair and, and you're they were good. so pissed at me but then you're able to like then you you wake up and you feel refreshed yeah See, I, I, I envy that. You are not leaving the party. You are not leaving the no, party. You You're just taking out. a little nap. No, you I know, but I out. like the fact that you don't leave because yeah. my oh, ass would be like, all right, Going I got to go home and take a nap and maybe I'll call you all later and then I would never call. You all don't leave the party. You're like, I'm taking a nap and then I'm here when I wake up. One of my favorite things to do just in life, and I still love it. I just don't get the opportunity to do it. I love a, an impromptu sleepover. Like, I love sleeping on someone's couch, a stranger's couch, even better. I love <laughs> a stranger's couch, a stranger's toothbrush, even better. I love the uh, the the adventure of it all of like waking up the next morning and be like, oh, damn, like I'm in this fucking house. And this is, like, you know, there is nothing better than waking up. And not having like a specific time when you need to wake up and then heading to like a brunch. Oh, after. yeah. You're like, oh, I'm so hungover. Let's go get some like the bacon and eggs that I'm going to throw up in four hours. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe we'll do something again tonight or like we'll be yeah. all cozy on the couch all day watching a ton of shitty reality TV together mm. and bonding. Oh, it makes my heart hurt. You're not bad at rallying, are you? Rallying? No, I can night, rally. Night too. <laughs> you can be the night oh, two girl. I I push the night two. Um, what happens is once I'm on a roll, I'm like, we yeah. can't let this energy die. die. Like then I start to become a little obnoxious because <laughs> I enforce like, girls, girls. I enforce the night two. Get your two. heels on. That's, Get your Red Bulls and your espresso martinis. This is the issue. You, you, we are going away for Becca's birthday and so you will, exciting. I am so excited and you will experience the night two rally because everyone's going to want to get sleepy and mama's in a roll and it's like I, and then sometimes the people hate me. But you know what? You're with a company of lots of fellow moms. And they can rally. The moms, the moms are like, can rally. They're like, yeah, this is my time to shine and live. <laughs> It's you're finally out. You're breaking free. Moms are the wildest. Make no mistake. Moms are the and wildest. This is the thing. Like when there's because, no responsibility. Right, exactly. When you are like removed for the weekend. Yes. You're like, bitch, no one's waking me up at 6 a.m. No. When when you're when you know your child is safe with your partner yeah. or a grandparent or whoever. And you're gone. And you're fully off the off the grid. There is no, let me tell you something. Mm. When I go and I'll, I'll go away for like two days, mm -hmm. Evan knows 
that I will not call him. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't do it. You're out. I'm like, I'm out. Like, unless, you know, Ember's like, I want to talk to him. She normally gets more emotional if she sees me. So that's how that kind of started. But I'm not <laughs> even talking about the Ember piece. I'm talking about my husband. I'm like, do not call me unless do I call disturb, you. Do not disturb, honey. Do not disturb me. I'm don't like, when you're gone, my role. I won't call you. Yeah. If you want to call me, you can call me. But don't, don't, unless the, the one who is gone initiates, do not disturb <laughs> this. I'm actually going to spend three nights at a little staycation at the top of this week into our night out uh, because I was like, you know what? I When the broads suggested trying new things, they were like, go on a, vaca a solo vacation. I'm like, I can't do that right now because of the times. Yeah. But I'm like, but I'm going to get a hotel room. Just yourself. Uh-huh. Do you think you'll get bored? Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> People expect late night three calls. Three nights? Mm -hmm. Wow. And I'm like, I'm just gonna like try to be creative and work, but then also do a little spa, a little. Please pool. know that it, as soon as evening hits, I will be like, "What's everybody doing?" <laughs> like, you know, I got free nights, so I can rally for three nights in a row. <laughs> so I'm expecting that to happen. But oh, those are good times. I also had this thought. What? This is I don't know why these connect in my brain, but maybe thinking of like meeting someone when you're single for the first mm. time or whatever. Do you feel this way? Because I feel this wholeheartedly. Mm. Nothing resonates and stays with me more mm. than a very specific compliment that's like small. So, oh yeah. Right? Okay, so for example, it's it's, it's someone noticing you. Like yes. it's someone noticing you and like seeing you beyond like the generic stuff. And so you're yes. like it means they're paying attention to you. So that means a lot. Yeah. So yeah. like if, if I'm sitting with someone and and they go, "Oh my god, you're so hot." versus yeah. like I love your neck. You have a beautiful neck. Okay, you're talking about ro with a with a with a uh, a lover, a, a romantic, <laughs> yeah, a lover. <laughs> yes, that to me. But oh. also, but that goes beyond. That's true. I I had a boyfriend who I remember him being like, "You have like the sexiest back," and that sticks, right? Oh, yeah, like I won't forget that. I'm like looking in the mirror. <laughs> and would you rather have him say that you have a very sexy back versus like you look so hot? Mm, yeah. It's a dime a dozen, honey. That is, and friend compliments though too. Like for example, getting off the phone with Liz. Liz, one of the thing, her compliments I thought of the neck because she'll always be like, "I love your neck," mm. and I'm like, "That makes me feel so beautiful." Mm. Versus if we're going out one night and she sees me and she goes, "Girl, you look hot." Versus like, right, honey, like <laughs> your neck, you're just it's just oh, yeah. elegant right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, Who are you Cleopatra? You yeah, you're like, oh my god, yeah, thank yeah, you yeah. so much. Yeah. But with lovers, too, I had an ex who, um, when we first started dating, he when he'd be, like, holding my hand when we were talking, he would always talk about this little freckle that I have on the corner of my hand. Mm -hmm. And he'd be like, that's, I don't know what it is. He's like, this just, like, so hot. Like, there's just, a, and he was obsessed. And it's so <laughs> weird. It's a fucking freckle. And I think about it all the time. Whenever I'm feeling what? glum, whenever hot? I'm feeling glum, I'll look at it and I'll be like, it's kind of hot, that freckle. And I'll feel better about myself. That little compliment about a fucking freckle on the corner of my hand. Wow, he must have been enamored with you. But that's what it, that's what it right, feels right, like. Right. And I think that's why it's the specific right. thing where you're like, you're so obsessed with me that you're noticing like the whites of my eyes. Yeah. 
you know, or the slope of my nose. For me, like the really big one with anyone, lover or not, is when someone just like takes note of a trait or something. Like my therapist will like compliment me on something. And I'm like, Diane, like you see me, you know, yeah. like, oh. that I feel like that means like so much to me. Like a specific trait. Yeah, she'd be like, oh, I've noticed you're so this or that. And I'm like, mother. Is that you, <laughs> you mom? Mother. But I feel like that's a good tip mm. off of first impressions, right? You know, maybe don't come out, you know, boiling out of the gate and just complimenting someone's random freckle. But like, I feel like that's a good tip when you're, when you're, if you're interested in someone uh, romantically or even just getting to know someone. Try a specific compliment. Yeah, or even if you're just trying to be nice, like, and because, of course, the flip side of it is true. When someone says something very specific about your body or about your personality that is specific, that is negative, and they thought about it. It will forever stay. Yeah, whether it's online or, you know, in person, like, that stuff will really, yep. really stick with you. But, like, I read a you, you saying that, like, I read a YouTube comment recently where it was like, oh, you know, I've noticed like Becca said she would work on this and like I can really tell that like she's made a lot of progress with that, you know, and like that kind of comment is like that makes you feel so good and it's so encouraging. And so like I feel like that's a great example of someone like noticing and just like being kind. Yes. Yes. And I love the specificity of it. I love that it's like you said, not just this, not just a generic oh, you're so nice or you're so beautiful or you're so hot. I mean, whatever. But having that little specific moment, because I feel like, yeah, those are the things that will at least help me push through a certain like bad day, whether I'm feeling shitty about myself. And I remember someone saying specifically about how I made them laugh in a certain way. And I'm like, that sticks with me. And I feel funny now. I feel funny today. And I'm going to hold on to that. Yeah. Or if it's the freckle on my hand, yeah. <laughs> and I'll yeah. just stare at it and yeah. feel hotter. Yeah. You're just like, oh, look at me. I'm just like, oh my God, this freckle. <laughs> okay. Next on Thursday, I'm going to tell my story about the park. Yes. I, I was going to say, oh my God. Okay. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you a, a story tease. About the park. A tease. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Um, yeah. Because by the way, Broads, we're recording this the day that we're recording with Jessica Lignato, but this episode is coming out the yeah. following week. So yeah. I'm sure a lot. I need to hear about the park. There, Literally last time, we're like, there's all these I things know. we need to talk about. I but know. You know. I have bullet points. But you know what? You know what that means? Endless conversations in the future. <laughs> Teddy Brad. Forever. <laughs> Okay, Broads. Chat soon. Chat soon. Love you all. Remember, your first impressions are better than you think. Love you. Be yourselves. Be yourselves. Go out there and live your life.